You're listening to the Seek Go Create podcast, a part of the SGC network. For those looking for excellence, moving towards success, and creating something new. And here's your host, Tim Winders. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Seek Go Create podcast. I'm your host, Tim Winders. This is season three, episode two. And we have been discussing and talking about the everyday leader, which is the overall title for this season. And today we're going to be diving in or looking at why leadership, that's the title I've given it, but it really is a little more than that. It's why is leadership important? Why do we even need to discuss it? Why do we need to keep discussing it? Because there's been so much written on it. There's been so much talk about it. You know, like we've joked in previous episodes, you know, the world needs another book on leadership. No, it doesn't. It needs another training. No, it doesn't. There's plenty out there. But unfortunately, as society, as our culture, we still don't seem to get it. And we are still seeing leaders in situations, either they're businesses or companies or organizations or even ministries and, you know, in the movie industries that are just, they're abusing the privilege that they have to be in the roles that they are. And so, unfortunately, we need to keep talking about it or addressing it or calling people out until these things seem to get better. And I I don't even want to go down this road, but, you know, we don't even need to talk about our political environment and the division and the the way things have slidden downhill and the way in, in our country, if you're listening to this in the United States, it's I don't care which side you're on. The the leadership that people are exhibiting are are just they they shouldn't be with the way we are in society. We should be a um a more respectful and honoring people to each other. And so that's why, that's one of the main reasons why we are going to continue discussing and talking about leadership. And it's one of the reasons why I believe, as I've been meditating on this topic and studying it and looking at it for many years, but the last few years, I've just had some things that I wanted to share that they just seem as if they are are areas of leadership that have not been discussed. So that's one of the reasons why. It just seems to be eroding in society and culture, and so we need to continue discussing it and identifying how we can be better. Another thing that I had talked about before is, could it be that we've misunderstood some things about leadership and what it is all along? Those are that, That's giving you a glimpse inside my mind, just so, just so you know, when I sit around and think about things and and my wife and I, in our early morning coffees, we we have discussions about topics. I'll just ask questions like, sometimes she likes it, sometimes she gets frustrated by it. Is it possible that we are really wrong? Is it possible that we are totally, totally misunderstanding what we're supposed to understand here? And I think what that helps me do is just process and understand things on a deeper level. So I ask that question here is, could it be? that what we've been looking at, at success, at leadership, at the way we've been doing it, maybe not everything, but it, but could it be that we have misunderstood it 
and have been doing it wrong because the results aren't looking that great. You know, it's interesting. I think that basic skills, characteristics, even character, they're not really being taught in schools, families, and organizations. And listen, I'm mid-50s, so some would say I'm not a young guy. I think I'm still fairly young, got a long life to live. But when you make a statement like that and say that, oh, things just aren't the way they used to be, I know it sounds like some old school guy that's just wishing things were the way they used to be, but I, I actually do observe that there is a certain level of honor, respect, integrity that is not necessarily being taught. There, there has been an evolution of education in families, the way, the way children are raised and, and the way organizations, because that's, they're a product of, of the generation that's coming in. And I'm not saying it's all bad. I think there's a lot of cool things that, that generations that are coming up, I mean, they are great at technology. They're great at, they have no fear of a lot of things that our generation have fear of. But also do believe that there are some basic skills and characteristics that we may be losing. And so I want us to kind of keep talking about those and looking at ways that we can be honoring and respectful of people, which to me is a foundation of stewardship and leadership that we've been talking about this season on the podcast. I, I, I do want to give a little bit of background of the catalyst that, that caused me to begin working on this outline. And I'm sitting here looking if, if for some reason we release this as a video because we record the video. I'm sitting here looking at a big Trello board where I've got massive amounts of notes related to this topic that started as notes for a book. And it may still become a book because it's, there's a lot of, lot of information here. But there was a couple of things that were the catalyst to begin putting this information down and, and making the observations and, and discussing this topic. I, I realized some time back, I think it was a few years back now, that, that in, it was in a group participation that I was in, that you really can't motivate people. You know, part of leadership, people they discuss it all the time is you really need to be able to motivate people, influence people, get people to do what you want. And I am not a believer in that you can really motivate people. However, I do think it's very easy to create an environment that is demotivating to people. So let me repeat that. I don't think you can necessarily motivate people. I think people can be motivated and maybe you can create an environment that's more made motivating than not. But I do know this, is that I've seen so many organizations, so many places, so many teams, that there is an environment that is more demotivating to people than it is motivating. So that was something that came up with me not too long ago, that the environment that was being created by the person that had been placed as the head, I, I can't really even use the term leader, but they had been placed in this role they did more to demotivate people to excel and achieve than to motivate. I was also working on a training course a while back that was really geared towards younger people, I guess millennials in the crowd that's younger than them, 
that really just had some basic practical leadership skills in it. And what was interesting is that as I was looking at the outline, I thought to myself, that actually could be a valuable book. And it was really educational for me to have the discussion with that group to just talk about leadership. And I realized the energy and the skills that they brought to the table. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I also realized some of the things that they may not have because they're not necessarily being taught in today's school and as, as they're being raised. And, and in my mind, I was just thinking, how valuable would it be if we could somehow bring some wisdom of possibly some, I won't use the term older people, but more mature, and some of the energy and the phenomenal skills that some of the younger generation has, if we could somehow bring that together so that it can make an impact on society and an impact on culture. And I really think that that's what it's all about, is, is not just impacting a small group, but I'm really hopeful that some of the things we're discussing here can have a larger impact. And just finally, the last thing that really kind of hit home to me was I just experienced a real negative situation in a leadership position that I was not in. I was in a group that I was not forced, but I didn't really have a choice. I had to be a follower. And I will readily admit, sometimes I'm not that great of a follower and not that great at yielding to other leaders, but I was attempting to do my best. And I just kept seeing this person, this leader, just do almost everything that someone would do that would be the opposite of skilled leadership, stewardship, um, showing love, compassion, and kindness, and some of the things that we're going to be looking at. And as we get to the end of this episode, I'm really going to share, I actually took the time to, to make some notes, and I wanted to list out if someone wanted to be a person of no influence, zero leadership, I listed out some of the characteristics and traits that you would want to have. It's kind of sad, kind of funny, but anyway, when we get to the end of this episode, I'll share those. So you have that to either look forward to or not look forward to, depending on your mindset. Um, you know, the the thing that that really is... It's really tough for me, especially in the role I'm in where many times I'm, I'm brought in to either coach or work with organizations. And I see people that are either attempting to be leaders or attempting to step into a position and, and, and be a person of influence. It, it really grieves me. This is something that really, really bothers me. It grieves me to see people that are being abused by someone in a leadership role. And it's unfortunate, it's extremely unfortunate and sad that we have so much of that going on. It's, our, our world is just full of leaders that are abusive, they're bullies, and I, I guess just part of maybe my hope or my small glimmer of dream maybe with, with, with doing this is that we can just change some of that as we put this principle, put some of these principles in place. And I was just hopeful that maybe this would kind of come together, that something that we can almost 
have somebody listen to, or if this becomes a book, they could they could have this, and they it might just change their paradigm, change their way of thinking. So it would really be safe to say that, unfortunately, it was a negative situation, somewhat of a negative situation that attempted me to turn it around and make something pos- positive about it. I had dealt with leadership all my life, but I just got ticked off enough to finally put some of my beliefs and principles, things I had learned over the years in writing. So years of learning, teaching, coaching, and experience has somewhat been documented in this Why Talk About Leadership episode. Um, You know, I I just kind of hate to keep going over this over and over again, but, but, but we know, we know, you don't have to look around. We know that there's just issues in the world. The world just seems to be falling apart at a time that we have more resources. We've got incredible talent. We've got access to more information and teaching and training. We've got finances. We're wealthier, especially in first world countries, than we've ever been. We've got more knowledge that's available to us. We, we should have more wisdom and understanding than ever in history. So we have to ask ourselves, what is missing? And to me, I think there's many things, but one of the things that's missing is this concept that we introduced in episode one, and that is the concept of thinking and acting like a steward, especially when it comes to leading other people. And so that's why in episode one, we spent time talking about what stewardship, what steward leadership is. And as we move through the rest of these episodes of this season, we're really going to be addressing skills and techniques, basic things. Some are going to be very basic. And in fact, some of you are going to go, well, that's, that's leadership. Yes, it is. But again, we're putting that underlying concept in it, which is stewardship stewardship, which let me just remind you what that definition we we discussed in episode one is. Stewardship is not ownership. Stewardship is actually is is you're responsible for taking care of something or someone for the ultimate owner. And it's kind of where you know I went went into the definition that I gave of leadership which is being a steward over those people, places, and or things that you've been gifted with. And I just, I just want to encourage you. I want to, I just want to, this is maybe preaching a little bit here, but I just want to say that it is my belief that if more people understood that they'd been gifted with things, their family, their children, their spouses, yeah, all your stuff, you know, all your things, the leadership roles that you're in. I think if more people understood that, then we would be looking at just a much, much better, much better situation in the world. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So keep that in mind. Steward leadership. Steward leadership. Being a steward over those people, places, and things that you've been gifted with. So with that, I want to I want to kind of go ahead and move into the final thing that I want to discuss in this episode. And that is some notes that I made a couple of years ago when I was in a situation that it was it was really a situation like I mentioned earlier that we were placed in a role that it was extremely demotivating to the group or the team 
that we were in. And so I just listed out some of the things that were going on. And in my mind, I was just thinking this is the perfect example of how to be a person of no influence. This is the example. If you were to list out everything that you're not supposed to do as a leader, these would be the steps to take. So I don't think if you want to, I don't think you want to write these down, but I think you want to just uh, make note of them because you're not going to want to do this. So first thing is, is what do you stand for? Do you stand for nothing or everything? Because I think that's one of the first ways that you can be a person of no influence. If you stand for nothing, then you know what? You're not going to have a lot of influence over people. You're not going to be a good steward. You just, you don't stand for anything. Or on the flip side, I think it's just as bad to stand for everything. It's like, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's fine too. That's fine too. It is just a great way. It is a great way to have no one following if you stand for nothing and or everything. Second thing, second way to have no influence over people is to exhibit a lack of trust or to show to everyone else that they can't trust you. You've got no character, no integrity, and you just ignore facts. Lack of trust. That is how you can become a person that no one will follow. They may follow you some, but after a period of time, you're going to look around and there's going to be no one there. You're going to repel people. So trust is a big factor that has to come into play. This is just a basic one, this next one, that unfortunately, this may be one that with technology, we're losing some of this. To be a person of no influence, exhibit poor communication skills. Exhibit poor communication skills. Be a bad communicator. Uh, don't communicate well. Under-communicate. Use bad grammar. Um, you know, even, even that is becoming something that is more challenging in our society. So, so we're, we're going to actually talk about that in one of our episodes coming up is communication skills. And I know a lot of people out there. In fact, I had a coaching, had a coaching call earlier today that I was talking to someone and we were really addressing something sort of related to this. We were talking about how being on a team, especially a technical team that's attempting to just achieve and accomplish a technical project, how poor the communication skills are. They are great at checking the box on getting things done, but it causes challenge when the communication skills are weak or poor or they're not utilizing skills in the way they need to. So to be a person with no influence, have some poor communication skills. The next area, to be a person of no influence, be passive and apathetic. Show no energy. Blah, blah, blah. In other words, don't... Uh, and listen, I'm not saying that someone has to be charismatic, bouncing, you know, off the stage or in front of a group of people and, you know, rah, rah, rah. I'm not saying that. I mean, this is not an introvert versus extrovert thing. I'm saying just have no energy and no decisiveness, no ability to make decisions, apathetic, don't care. That, that isn't really a personality trait. That's actually a character trait to be apathetic. So if you want to be a person of no influence, a poor leader, be passive, be apathetic. No one will follow you. This next one I think is also important, and that is if you want to be a person of no influence, be inconsistent. In other words, be someone that the people around you 
never know what to expect from you. And, you know, there's so many ways we can go down, down this path to discuss this, but I have heard people that are children of alcoholics discuss that one of the biggest challenges with their parent that was the alcoholic was they never knew what to expect. It was so inconsistent that one minute the parent can be so loving, so compassionate, but when alcohol entered the equation, they started to drink and obviously drank too much, then they, they could become violent and they could become uh, abusive and difficult. And I think that inconsistency really, really impacts people. And I don't know if that was a good example to bring up. It might, that might hit too close to home for some people. I know it would for uh, some people in, in our family and all, but, but, but I think people will get the point that if you're a manager, and I'm not relating it to an alcoholic parent or anything, but if you're a manager that's inconsistent, in other words, some days you're engaged and there and other days you're not, or you, you know, you're, and it's okay to show emotions. I'm not saying don't show emotions, but if your people or your team never know when you're going to blow up and start, you know, throwing things or whatever, that inconsistency will repel people. It'll cause you to be a person of no influence because people will not know what to expect. The next thing, this one's kind of funny, actually. The next way to be a person of no influence is just to be a jerk. Just be mean to people. Just be a jerk. And I can almost guarantee you that you'll be a person of no influence. Now, here's the thing. And I know we've seen this. We've seen it in the political arena. We've seen it in businesses. We've seen it in other parts of society. Some people can be domineering, be a jerk if that's the word you want to use. They can be hard. They can be, um, you know, type A, all that. And they will have people follow them to a certain point. To a certain point, they will. And there, you know, there are plenty of examples we could see in the military. There's examples we could use from sports and even business and things like that. But, you know, here, I guess here's the thing for me is that do you really want to be a jerk long term? Is that what you want to be remembered for? I don't think so. I think that you will eventually become a person that you'll look around and you won't have people following you. You will not be a person of influence because you're a jerk. You're mean to people. Just don't be that person, okay? So don't do it, all right? So anyway, and then the last thing that I want to mention, and there could be many others, and but this is the last one I want to mention in this podcast, is to be a person of no influence is just be selfish. Only think of yourself and what's in it for me. And, you know, I think maybe above all the other things I've mentioned in this list, that may be the most toxic mindset to have because if there is an opposite to being a steward and, and taking responsibility or care of something or you know someone for the other owner, then the opposite of that would be selfish. What is in it for me? What am I going to get out of this? What, what can I benefit from? And kind of like being a jerk, I don't think that's the person you want to be. I hope not. I sure hope it's not. Don't only think about yourself. Think about others. And listen, I get it. I know it's hard to go through life and hard to 
always be mindful of others because there's times we've got to take care of ourselves. We've got to take care of things. We've got to address issues. But if you want to be a person of influence, then you need to start evaluating how often you think about what's in it for me. And, and just confession time here. For me, I think I shared this in season one, I think season one. For me, when I was coming up, growing up, I was, I think I actually had someone correct me on this. I mentioned I was like Alex P. Keaton, and I think I said in Growing Pains, but I was wrong. I think it should have been Family Ties. So for those that caught that, good job on that 80s sitcom reference there. I was Alex P. Keaton. I was the guy wearing the tie and all of that, and I was going to be wealthy. And in many ways, I didn't really care who I stepped on and all to get there. And I, I, I've, I'll readily admit I was selfish. But over the years, I would like to think my heart has softened, and I, I've kind of been through a lot of things, and, and I think it has caused me to, in many ways, look at others a lot more. So I encourage you, if you're one here and you're listening to this going, mm, boy, that one, that one might be me, just, just begin working on it because acknowledging it and is kind of the first, the first step there. So don't be selfish. Don't be a jerk. Don't be inconsistent. Don't be passive, passive and apathetic. Have some good communication skills. Don't have poor communication skills. Be able to exhibit trust for others and allow people to trust in you and stand for something. Don't stand for nothing or everything. Those are some ways that uh, you can be an influence person and attract people and be a leader of influence and also be a steward leader. The last thing I want to do to wrap up this episode is I just want to mention a movie example. And I would encourage people kind of as, a, as an assignment or a challenge. And just as I've got this listed out here, it makes me want to watch this again. There is a movie that I believe is one of the best examples of being a person of influence, being an example to people, leading from behind, being a steward, being responsible for something. And, and, it's, and it's an interesting movie. It's The title of the movie is 12 Angry Men, and it is all men. It's, it's a very male-only movie. I think it was done during the 50s. It's in black and white, so be prepared for that. Don't get the newer version. Get the older version. Um, I believe it's Henry Fonda that's in it. I hope I don't get that right. I'm sure someone will correct me if it's the case, but basic story is this. It's entirely set. I think it was a play. It's entirely set in the jury room where uh, a group of 12 men walk into the jury room and they basically have someone's life in their hands because there is someone who has been um, convicted of murder, not convicted, but uh, charged with murder. They've just gone through the trial. And what you see in this movie is the scene that plays out in the jury room of the discussion and the decision of the jury. I won't give it away, but it's a valuable study in influence, in communication, in listening, in being a steward, in all of the things that we've been been talking about in these episodes during this season. And I believe if you watch that, it'll help you. It'll give you some skills and some, I guess, mindset also to help you be what we're talking about this season a better everyday leader. So anyway, have fun with that. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. If I don't, if I don't say it enough, 
thank you so much. It means so much for me to know that you're listening and that you're giving some feedback and comments. And I just, I want to say that I appreciate it. I have fun with this. I hope you can tell it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a new vehicle for me, the podcast medium, but I'm enjoying it and I hope you are too. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Seat Go Create podcast, a part of the SGC network. For those looking for excellence, moving towards success, and creating something new, we are constantly discussing bold new topics and ideas here on the network, so be sure to subscribe to be notified when we post new episodes. We look forward to sharing more with you next time, but until then, enjoy the journey.